I mean, well, I mean think of it this way. It basically was a masked singer version of Thatcherism, right? It was who was doing the best Thatcher impression. And that mm. produced Liz Truss. And then this went so badly wrong that we had to cancel it and do something else now. So maybe we can do like a Bush took a trial, you know? Like, you have to eat like sort of a, like, or a Fear Factor thing. You have to eat like a kangaroo rectum or something on air to become prime minister. Yeah, it's at, that's true. That you have to, um, you you have to yeah eat a eat a eat a eat a bug and then you know if you eat if you eat the most bugs you can become prime minister or you can just oh have- my god Matt Hancock's got that whole kangaroo penis in his mouth <laughs> uh, so and of course Pete Burns is shaking his head. I like the idea of it more being like one of the survivor tasks that they have to go on. Like a, they, they fly them to uh, one of those random British territorial possessions where they do military training. And they basically like the competition is everyone has to try to shoot each other in the dick with a paintball gun. And the jumping <laughs> across South Falkland. The, 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 the most dangerous gets, game, Diego Garcia edition. Yeah, the, the person who manages to come, come away with the fewest dick shots is the prime minister. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, uh, Rishi Sunak, the um, Rishi Sunak, the odd job of the Conservative Party. Yeah, exactly, uh, is basically it's a very small hitbox. So maybe that is what happened. It's just it happened behind closed doors. Uh, no. so. Finally, the small penised man wins. So. Uh, you you were laughing at me growing your huge masculine dick and balls, but what good is it to you now? <laughs> that now that I'm in charge, we're back to Roman style. It's considered oafish. That's right. <laughs> but that was Boris Johnson's problem. His dick and balls were too big. They were vulnerable to international I mean, market forces. It, it, was super, it was super funny that he came back to, like, when it was still looking like he might get enough Tory MPs, who I think quite probably rightly judged that their best chance of, like, not losing as badly in the next election to uh, labor by default was to have the famous funny guy that everyone still mostly likes as their sort of presidentialist candidate. But, you know, they didn't. They, they went with the Mario Draghi. Um, uh, 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 but it was very funny that uh, when he came back from his holiday, it looked as though he was still getting dressed on the plane and like clearly oh, bundle yeah. of rags tied together in the middle. Can I, can Incredible. I, can I just say this? If you Google Boris Johnson open shirt 2007, this picture comes up. Yeah. And I got to say that like once I saw this picture people were sharing it online I realized that like 2000s Boris Johnson I see why he has either six or seven children and no one is sure mm. like but also he, still looks like a supply teacher yeah, somehow Yeah yeah he 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 just has that sort of like rumpled look but you see why he was able to shag so much but like Bizarre. maybe less so now I don't know Alice do you see it I don't. I truly don't. But then again, you are asking a lesbian is the thing. And I don't think Boris has had much luck with us. But who's to say? With Boris, I don't think it's looks. I think it's vibes. I think it's. Mm. I think it's the 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 rakishness with him. I, I was actually. I I got pissed off about this because as soon as as soon as the the headline came up, Boris Johnson pulls out. I quote tweeted it with. I guess there's a first time for everything, which is a fun joke because it doesn't yeah. it doesn't fully explain the joke. It just it just leaves it there, and it, and it got a decent number of likes. But all the tweets that did the same joke but got more likes were ones that went Boris Johnson pulling out. Well, not like he did with women because he has all those children, and they all had like because he likes coming likes. inside <laughs> chicks' pussies all the time because <laughs> he likes nutting and not pulling out and not wearing protection. I think that's more than 240 characters. Yeah. You're probably <laughs> just among us. At this point. No, so so. Anyway, uh, with all of that aside, because he's got huge loads, <laughs> yeah, he fucking blasts rope all the time. It was it was very amusing to me that he came back uh, clearly like still having not pulled his pants up 
uh, which is very. So I was busy cream pieing an air hostess. <laughs> well, well, see, he kind of did. He got he got good press for going to the like the meeting where he tried to rally the troops with his shirt tucked in. That's the yeah. standard that we're operating on. Is he bothered to tuck in his shirt for this? Therefore, yeah, it's like the stoner Boris. kid at school. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to get to get his hang together. You've you've tucked in your shirt today, Boris. Well done. Uh, so, but. What all of this amounts to, right, is again the um, the energy in, in British politics is whatever break off par- uh, element of the Conservative Party pulls it to the right. Uh, so Nigel Farage is now back saying, "Okay, well, uh, the right of the Conservative Party can't support any candidate uh, because the globalist coup has succeeded." So that's the story, right? Yeah, he called is Grant that- Shapps a globalist, which is a fun little bit of anti-Semitism. Yeah, uh, but it's going on to say there is no Conservative Party; it is dead, which means that what's going to happen, right, is that after there is some kind of winning by default for Labour, that the same people are going to lead the same splinter groups of the same Tory MPs who will be supported by the or not splinter groups necessarily, but the splinter groups threatening the same Tory MPs in the same seats supported by the same papers, but just finding a different wedge issue. Uh, and so we can see... Oh, like I wonder the, if it's going to be me again. The fundamental character, the fundamental mechanism that ratchets British politics to the right has changed not at all and in fact you can even see this right i don't want to dwell on sunak too much because it's this going to be the same thing right as as jeremy we've basically just said you know we are going to govern as though we are greece and the imf is like holding a a nuclear bomb above us right we are going to do that um and we know what that entails uh, and, and there are you know there are people saying oh this is britain's obama moment uh again focusing precisely on one element, which is that you know, Rishi Sunak is not white, as opposed to the fact that the Obama moment in the U.S. was about a guy who had was a, a uncommonly charismatic leader who had obtained a huge Democratic mandate for change and then did fucking nothing, as opposed to this guy who, again, has campaigned on uh, basically doing nothing, obtained no Democratic mandate for change and can't really disappoint anyone because fucking everyone hates him. It's shit. It's supposed to be shit. And if you don't like it, you can fuck off. But- Isn't the whole thing with Sunak that his fundamental disagreement with Johnson beyond all the stupidity and the corruption and bullshit was that he thought the furlough scheme was too generous. That he thought that, that, that it was it was too much Keynesianism. It was too much state intervention. I mean, he, that's he the, wanted he wanted it to just be like, oh, everyone's business should just fail. The constant fight between number ten and number eleven, and the years where where it was Boris and Rishi, was essentially that uh, Boris just now did not want to invest in things in a way that was going to like solve any of the, um, say, like a glaring, gaping, sort of sucking wounds of inequality in this country. Because no, that would be cheating. No, uh, but mm. he did want to at least build things such as wind farms. He did love his mega projects, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the government wouldn't necessarily own them, people wouldn't necessarily benefit from them, but in terms of the oil staying in the ground, which is a very low bar, uh, Boris was very keen on things like a greater mix of clean energy, which requires spending money. I gotta be honest with you, I mean, in America, obviously, we have our own stupid traditions about this stuff, you know, the, the president lives in the White House, the vice president lives in, like, the Naval Observatory, or whatever the fuck, in D.C., but... When it's number ten and number eleven, because they that they're both where they live and where they work is right next to each other, like it's one step removed from they live in a shoe and they all sleep in one big bed together. Like it's just <laughs> fucking weird. It is very silly. They come out it? in the morning, they wave at each other. You know, they bring in their milk bottles or whatever. That's what we do. <laughs> That's how we live as a podcast. It's not cool for the UK government That's to right. ride our style. But so while this is all going on, of course, right? If we talk about the fundamental mechanism that ratchets British politics to the right being largely unchanged. 
you know, we can see that Keir Starmer goes on his like, um, you know, reassure Daily Mail commenters radio hour uh, on on LBC. You know, where you so can cool that he Keir. has that. You know, he has like an Allo Presidente, but for like the most flag shagging cry laugh emoji guys in the country. Yeah, it's yeah. it's the it's the Putin's hotline show, but he's not even the president. <laughs> so like, I I think though they should make it more like the Putin's hotline show, and like Keir Starmer should get phoned up by like more stammering seven year old girls who are like, yeah, Mister Starmer, you why is the sky blue like that? I would like that more. Yeah. Because it's a sensible colour. It's a colour we can all agree <laughs> it's, upon. It's a colour that it's been that way for a long time. And I think a lot of people in this country are justifiably attached to the blue sky. And it's not something that I, in office, would seek to change. Well, if you if you talk about things he wouldn't seek to change, uh, we, he talk, spoke about how on, on LBC, they were going to support the public order bill, which basically gives you like football banning order style stuff, but for protests. That is to say, like a non-criminal prosecution where if you were at a noisy protest or associated with it, then the police can basically put an ankle monitor on you to be sure you don't go to any more. To have aggravated sentences for like gluing yourself to like the, the gallery wall beside a Van Gogh or whatever. But also yeah. saying jo- jo- jokes illegal by twenty twenty-five, things of this nature. Uh Starmer has also said, like, look, we're not gonna be different from the Tories on immigration except for two things, which is that we want to attract more better students and we'll cancel the Rwanda program largely for reasons of inefficiency. So, mm. you know, then and this is again, I think, a factor. Uh, uh this is related to the fact that um that st- that the Labour Party is now fulfilling its role, right, as the as the uh, the actor to come in and clean up the rest of this. While the Tories figure out what they're going to do in opposition, and then whatever group headed by Farage, whatever sort of creature buds off of him, is going to then set the agenda for the thing that the Tories are going to lean towards, and Labour is going to try to reassure people about. And part of the things, and parts of the kinds of things that re- that reinforce this specific party political dynamic is something like the fact that anyone can call up Keir Starmer on on LBC and say, I'm worried there are too many brown people. What are you going to do about it? And he has to give and he can't he doesn't really confront them. You know, no. well, he isn't. It, it doesn't work with the uh, the format. He isn't really allowed to. He's he's sort of put himself into that trap where he's like allowed the bully Keir Starmer rightwards hour on LBC. Yeah. He's basically in the stocks. You know, he's just having like tomatoes and stuff thrown at him, going like, "Well, I think that tomato—it's a very reasonable tomato, and it's a tomato that I'll be looking into." 